Good morning, good morning, Cosmo City Church. It is such an honor, such a privilege to be with you this morning. My name is JJ Nguenya, and uh, I have the pleasure and the privilege of being able to share with you from the Word of God. Some of you may know me, some of you might not know me. So let me take a moment to, to just introduce myself a little bit to you. Uh, my wife, my family, and I, we spend about at least... Uh, six years of our lives as part of the leadership team of Cosmo City Church and we, we serve together uh, with many great and amazing uh, uh, men and women and we are so grateful for the privilege to having been part of this church and also, um, you know, continued, par continued partnership as we continue to serve together. We have traveled the world literally with some of you, um, sharing the gospel of the kingdom of God and partnering with churches around the world. And um, we continue to enjoy a partnership together. I want to say to you, thank you, Cosmos City Church, for continuing to to live out what God has placed in your DNA as a church, continuing to live out the, the, the call, the great commission to go to the world and, and, and make disciples of all nations. And I know some of you are pouring your own resources. They are, you are sowing into the nations uh, to ensure that this gospel of Jesus Christ continues to flourish into the nations of the world. So I commend you and I say thank you for what you do. Thank you for the sacrifices. Thank you for, for your giving. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for your contribution to our church, Harvest Day Church. Um, many, many of you continue to be partners. Um, your leader, uh, your leadership continues to, to partner and work alongside with us and to serve uh, God and make sure that our church also continues to benefit from this amazing church, Cosmos City Church. So without wasting any more time, I want to share with us from um, uh, uh, from this subject, uh, using our gifts for effectiveness in life. Using our gifts for effectiveness in life. For, for a long while now as a church, uh, Harvest Day Church, we have camped literally in the book of John. John chapter 15 verse 8 where it says, uh, Jesus is speaking and he says, this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. May I say this to us this morning, that it is God's will, it is God's design, it is God's divine plan that you and I will remain fruitful. You and I will be fruitful. May I also say it is part of God's original blessing upon mankind. If you remember, if we go back to the book of Genesis, where the Bible tells us that God created man in his image, male and female, he created them. And the Bible says he then said, he pronounced a blessing upon mankind and said, be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. And we know what happened after that is that Adam and Eve, they sinned and a lot of things happened in between that. And God finds a man called Noah and he decides to choose Noah and his family to continue with his divine plan on, of mankind. And the Bible records in the book of Genesis chapter 9 and verse 1 that God again, he comes back and he pronounces the same 
same blessing upon Noah and his sons. The Bible says, God says, God blessed them again and he said, be fruitful and multiply. Jesus comes in the book of John chapter 15. And he, he reminds us, he, he says, it, is, it, it pleases God, friends. It, is, it pleases God that you and I are fruitful. So, I want to say, you and I need to show fruitfulness, need to um, display fruitfulness, must have the fruit of fruitfulness in our lives. David is one of uh, my favorite characters in the Bible. I can relate with him in many ways. In many ways because I kind of see myself in, in this man called David. I think he, you know, the Bible calls him Israel's singer of songs or psalms as we know them. And, and I can identify with that because I myself have, have been a musician and, uh, for many years and I've written songs. And, and I can identify with the fact that David does not hide his experiences in life. He writes about it in his songs. He, he continues to, to take us through the valleys and the mountains of his life through his songs. But, but David, when you look at his life, not only was he a psalmist, but he was also a, a strong leader. He was a, 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 a leader of Israel, one of, one of the greatest kings of Israel. In fact, our Lord Jesus Christ, Christ was born from the lineage of David. So David is an important man, but there is more to this man that we get to find out about him. He was a gifted man. He had many gifts and he did not shy away from using the gifts that God had placed in his life. And some of those gifts, as he stepped out and used the gifts that God had placed upon his life, David... He becomes a, a man of significance. He, he becomes a man who, who reaches and, and, and does exploits, if I may use biblical terms here. Yeah? He, he does exploits um, uh, because he chose to be a man that does not shy away from a challenge. He does not shy away from using his gift, whether he has to uh, swing a sling and and defeat a giant David does not shy away from that whether he's called into the king's presence and he plays a harp and and a, a spirit that is vexing or that is troubling the king Saul it, it leaves Saul and and David we see him many many times he becomes a very a respected warrior who wins many fights and he leads Israel into many triumphs or, um, to defeat the enemies of Israel. So he was a gifted man. And, and as a result of his giftedness, God is, is able to save Israel. May I say this up front before I, I, I forget to say it later on. Your gift... Sometimes, if, if you do not use your gift, sometimes you are denying people, you are denying generations, you, are, you could even be denying a whole nation of their own deliverance, of their own breakthrough by not trusting God, by not allowing yourself to use the gift that God has given you. So, in order for us to be effective, we must position ourselves to be used of God as a 
a book of Proverbs says to us, a man's gift makes room for him. A man's gift makes room for him. So a gift is important. A gift makes room. A gift is, is God's given uh, 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 anointing, gifting, ability that enables us to achieve much for God and to achieve much in our generation. I want us to go together, please, to the book of Matthew. Uh, turn with me, please, there. Uh, the book of Matthew chapter um, 25. We are going to read from verse 14 um, to verse 30. Please follow me in your own Bible. The Bible says, again, it will be um, like a man going on a journey. Now, this is the Lord Jesus Christ. He often spoke and taught in many parables. And he's speaking about the kingdom of God. And he says, again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted um, his property to them. I want you to notice that word entrusted. All of us, friends, have been entrusted things by God. We come into this world, God positions certain things. God entrusts certain things to happen in and through us. And, and we've got to be careful that we do not lose heart, we do not lose sight, we do not lose focus of, of what God has entrusted to us. It says here, to the one he gave five talents of money, to another two talents, and to another one talent, each according to his ability, then he went on his journey. The man who had received five talents went, went at once and put his money to work and gained five more. So also the one who had two talents gained two more. But the man who had received the one talent went off, dug a hole on the, in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received the five talents brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five talents. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. That's another word that is important for this conversation that we are having this morning. That this man has been what, friends? He has been faithful. He says, you have been faithful with a few things, and I will put you in charge with many things. What is, wow, that, 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 is, that, is, that is fruitfulness. That is fruitfulness. That is growth. Where, where, where if we are faithful with little, we are entrusted with much. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two talents also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two talents. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with few things. I will put you in charge of many things. That's that word again, faithfulness. Faithfulness produces fruitfulness. May I say that again? Faithfulness produces Fruitfulness. We've got to be faithful to use the gifts. We've got to be faithful to do what God has, has put in us, what God entrusts to us. We need to be fruitful. It says here, come and share in your master's happiness. Then the man who had received the one talent, oh my goodness, master, he said, 
I know you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your talent in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, watch this now, you wicked, lazy servant. You knew I was You knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. Take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. For everyone who has will be given more and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have even what he has will be taken from him and throw the worthless servant outside into the darkness where he will be where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth i mean <laughs> there is no telling story that that can do justice to to this subject than this verse than this portion of scripture where, where Jesus is challenging us, reminding us that, that we, we've got to be fruitful. We've got to produce. We, we have to deliver or reproduce what God gives us. God is a God who expects fruitfulness from us. Exercising our gifts, friends, it is a life issue. It is a kingdom issue. Our lives depend on it. Not only our lives, other people's lives depend on it. You know, I'm celebrating 20 years in ministry uh, this year. And and as I've been reflecting on this, I realized, uh, you know, as people have been given testimony, testimonies of of how, to some extent, that the little contribution I've made in their lives have impacted them. And there are times when I've said, "Oh my goodness, can you believe if if I had shied away from using the gifts that God has given me, if I had shied away from 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 going." into that family's home and, and sharing with them. If, if I had not picked up the call and, and spoken with those people, where would they be? Would a whole family. There, there are times in, in my life where literally we have seen by the grace of God a whole family being, being impacted. And I, I have often reflected on that and, and said, have I, had I not said yes to God, had I not said yes to the call of God, had I not listened to what, uh, what God had, had put in my heart and challenged me to follow uh, and, and, and neglected the gifts upon my life. You know, in fact, may I say this, growing up, I, I never thought I would preach. In fact, I, I refused <laughs> to 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 respond to the call of God. I said, no ways. I'm, I'm not a preacher. I'm a singer, man. I'll, I'll pick up an instrument. I'll play. I'll play keyboards. I'll play guitar. I will sing. I'll write songs. I'll do all these things. But I will, I will, I will, I will not preach. But, but, you know, I would have dreams about me speaking to people. 
and, and, and preaching to people. And, and in my mind, I would try and justify that. Nah, no, maybe, you know, I was having, there was a concert. And after that concert, you know what happens. You, you sometimes have to say a few words and tell people. I was literally blocking that in my life. But there was a, a time when I had to reckon and, and acknowledge that, hey, God has called you. God has put gifts in your life. There was a time when I was a young man, as a, as a youngster, a teenager actually, um, my principal at school would, would, has, had called us um, to be part of his, his um, we called it Youth Ablaze, and he, he poured into our lives. He was a man of God, and he poured into our lives, and he spoke into our lives. And I remember one day he said to me, I, I want you to go and, and, and preach. And I was like, what? Me preach? <laughs> I'm not a preacher. He said, you said something in one of the meetings. You spoke about being special. I want you to, we are going to Hartabies. And when we get to Hartabies, we want to speak to a whole lot of young people. I want you to talk about that. By the way, that was probably the, 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 my first preach. I spoke about being special. Telling young people how special they are. I said, I said, you know, that in every house there, there are special articles. Because back in the day, you know, the, you, you, you had special glasses and special plates and special this for when the guests arrive. I know some of you still do that. <laughs> but, but that's what I spoke about. I said, young people, you are special. Don't allow people to use you anyhow. Don't allow anyone to treat you anyhow. You are special before God. And that was my, my first preaching. And God reminded me years later that you spoke and that, that, that preach touched many people. That's the call of God on your life. There are, there are many of us that are sitting here. God has called you to business. God has called you into, into music. God has called you into uh, doing things that only you can do. God has gifted you in a specific way, in a special way. And only you can do what God has called you to do and to be. You, uh, your, your life depends on you responding to the call of God on your life. I cannot begin to tell you, friends, how much responding to the call of God has changed my life completely. How much responding to doing the things that God tells me to do has transformed my reality forever. It has re transformed my family, has transformed the way I do life, the way I raise my children, the way I, 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 I run my life. It, it, is, it, is, it is such an incredible thing. But it starts with you acknowledging that there are gifts in my life. God has called me. God has, has gifted me. God has placed some things in my life. And I've got to live out what God has called me uh, to do and to be. You were born for a time as this. You were born for this time to impact lives. Can you imagine if you never did what God has placed in your life and someone was depending on it. I'm not saying this to put a heavy on you, but it is that serious. It is that important. Some of us, we listened to the call of God over our lives. And, and for many years, we had served God and we, we followed God and we did what God had called us to do. But then life happened to you. Life has happened to some of you, to some of us. 
And we have stopped. We have stopped. We have, we have started to relax and to pursue other things with our lives. In the last uh, 18 months to two years, the world literally has been turned upside down. Life is different. And many are saying we, life will, will certainly never be as we, we had known it to be. But may that never pull you away from God. May this, what has happened in the last two years, pull you further, further away from what God has placed in your life. May I say it, say it again? Your life depends on it. Someone's life depends on it. The future, your future depends on it. Generations after you depends on it. Can you imagine if David had gone to uh, the, 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 the fight where, where David, Goliath was terrorizing, the Bible tells us, for 40 days and, and 40 nights, this man, man was terrorizing Israel. And telling them to bring out someone, defying the armies of Israel and telling them to bring out someone who would fight him. And no one was willing. And David steps out. A young man who did not look like a fighter. In fact, I often laugh when I think about it. The Bible says, you know, he was handsome. You know, he was a pretty boy. He was not a warrior. That even when, when he stands before Goliath, Goliath looks at him, he says, what? Am I a dog? <laughs> you, I mean, you're a little boy. Who do you think you are? That's the J.J. Nguenya translation. <laughs> Who do you think you are? You, I mean, come on. I mean, people, is this the best that Israel has <laughs> to bring a young man who's never fought any battles in his life? And he, he had been fighting all his life. And he was a giant. He was a, a three meter tall giant who was armored. He, he had a spear, he had a javelin, he had a sword. He was ready, man, for war. And David comes, he steps out. He's not even armed. The only thing he had was a, a, a slingshot with five stones. But what Goliath didn't know is that this man was gifted. Hallelujah. He was gifted. He was called. He was anointed. He knew that greater is he that is in him than he that was in the world. He, he had something special about him. He knew. He steps out into battle and he faces Goliath and he tells Goliath, you look at me. You don't realize that you, you come to me with a spear, with a javelin, with a sword. But I come to you, Goliath, in the name of the Lord. And he tells him that today I will, I will kill you. <laughs> you know, they, they were busy having uh, intimidating each other with words. One had the baking of heaven with him. And one had experience with him. But more importantly, David chose to use his God-given abilities, God-given gifts. And the whole Israel was saved by a man who said, I will do it. I will fight. I will do what God has placed. I will use the gifts that God has gifted me. And he overcame the giant. I want to say, your, your breakthrough depends on you stepping out and doing 
what God has called you to do. Some of us are sitting and waiting for breakthrough and praying for breakthrough and praying for answers. And God says, but I've given you gifts. I have called you. I have anointed you. I've placed some things in your life for you to be able to to, to have breakthrough in your life, not only for you, but for generations, for your children and your children's children, for the church, for the world, for Cosmo City Church. Some of us, when we start serving God and doing what God has called us to be, we will bring others with us. I want to say to you, your provision is in you doing what God has called you to do and to be. Your success is, is, is hidden in what God has called you to do and to be. Your greatness. You know, David is, is the greatest, is, is known as, as the greatest king of Israel. But all this man did really was to step out and say, yes, God. Yes, God. <laughs> I will do what you called me to do. I will step out. I will be the warrior king that you called me to be and win many battles uh, for Israel and, and, and defeat the armies of Israel. And God continues to use this man, David. I want to say to us this morning, don't bury your gift. Don't hide your gift. Don't, don't put it under the chair. Don't put it under the carpet. God has called you. God has gifted you. God has given you abilities, giftings, anointings for you to do where you need uh, to be, or to be, for you to be where he needs you to be with your lives. There's an old uh, famous saying by Mark Twain that says, there are two the two most important days in your lives are the day you were born and the day you find out why. Two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. I want to challenge you this morning. Why, what on earth are you here for? <laughs> what has God put in your life? What frustrates you? What, 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 what acts you? What, what makes you, what, what gets you worked up in life? Hidden in there is some solutions that you must bring in the world. It is some callings that you must uh, make manifest. It's, 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 it's God's ability in you crying out to be released into the world. There are many people that would be impacted. Some of us are, are sitting on businesses and there are people, there are families that are starving waiting for you to start that business and feed them and give jobs and solve part of the unemployment problem in this country. Some of us uh, uh, have to start writing some songs that, that, that will bring glory to God and bring healing to this world. And bring hope to a hopeless generation. Some of us are called to raise some, some good kids. <laughs> you know, greatness is not, is not standing on the stage and singing. Some, some great people, there, there are some great moms and some great dads. God has called you to, to raise a, 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 a president for this nation. Your job is to come 
like Mary, <laughs> who, who her job, the most important job she came to do on earth was to give birth to the Lord Jesus Christ and to raise him up and make sure we have a savior called Jesus. Some of us, you are called to, to, to be a good mother, to be a good father, to do what God has called. Whatever it is, I don't know what it is, but as I'm speaking now, I believe God is stirring up some things in us. But we've got to do it and do it well. We do it with passion, do it with commitment, do it with focus, do it with everything in us. Be fruitful, multiply. Be fruitful. Are you doing what God has called you to do? As we draw towards the close, and, and I want to say to us this morning, what has God called you to do? What has God gifted you in? This morning, I want to encourage you to, to seriously consider how you would contribute to this generation, how you would contribute to Cosmo City Church, how you would contribute to those who are part of this community. There's a lot that we can do together. The Bible tells us two are better than one. Solomon tells us that. Two are better than one. We can achieve more together. We can achieve more together. So I want to say to you, are you doing? Are you prepared to serve God? Are you prepared to do what God has called you to do? Shall we pray? Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Your word is life. Your word is healing. Your word brings insight, direction. Your word instructs us. Your word encourages us. Your word brings life to us. I pray, Father, for those of us that are listening and watching this, this morning. I ask that you minister to each one in the name of Jesus. I ask that their lives will never be the same again. I ask, Lord, that you help us, Father, to step up and step into what you called us to do and to be. Thank you, Lord, for choosing us. We did not choose you. You chose us. You died, Lord Jesus, on the cross. You poured your life for our lives. You gave your life for our lives. You died so we may live. And so today, God, I pray, Help us, Father, to become the men, the women, people that you have called us to be, God. For those of us that have been slaking, for those of us that have had lost uh, sight of the call of God on our lives, I pray, Lord, may this encouragement come to once again take up the calling of God in our lives and run with it and be who God has called us to be. We ask this, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray, God, for Cosmo City Church, continue, Lord, to bless this church and everyone who is part of this church. The work that they do, the leadership of this church, give them wisdom, give them insight, encourage them to continue to doing what you've called them to be. And everyone, God, that is called to minister and to partner with this vision. We ask you, Lord, to bless them, increase them. Lord, may all the needs be met. 
you, we know you as God who supplies, God who provides. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So good uh, to, to be able to be with you today. If you are here today, one of the, the, the biggest things you can do, if you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, I want to I wanna ask you to prayerfully consider that. Perhaps as I was speaking, um, God began to speak into your life, into your hearts. They, you, you started to hear some things and have some thoughts about your life and, and reconsider and, 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 and have a serious thought about your life. I believe it is God speaking to you, calling you to himself. If that is you, I want you to please pray this prayer with me and say, Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you today for speaking to me. I thank you for the word of God that was released upon my life today. I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for my life. Today, I am a child of God. I believe that Jesus died that I may live. And so today, I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to wash me, to cleanse me. And thank you for the privilege of being a child of God. Thank you for the right to being a child of God. Thank you for welcoming me in the family of God. Today by my faith, I confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of my life. Thank you. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, everybody, for being here with us this morning. May the Lord bless you and keep you and have an outstanding week. And I wish you an outstanding 2022. God bless.